Good morning, everyone. I'm Pastor Jack Wilson, and this is You Think. Some of you are asking yourselves today, where are all the miracles? Where are all the miracles? We, we read about all these miracles back in the Bible days, and uh, and they uh, they had a good time, and they were blessed, and they were this. Where were all the miracles today? In Judges 6.13 it says, And Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? And where is all his miracles which our fathers told us about, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us, and deliver us unto the hands of the Midianites. So here we see Gideon is looking for miracles like the ones his father told him about. He might not even believe them. He might have said, oh, that was a nice story. How about you? You may also be looking for miracles. You might wonder why they don't happen to you. What kind of miracles would you like to see? What kind of miracles do you need? Because the, the Israelites did not do the will of God, and they did not serve him, they turned, God turned them over to the Midianites. They did not give God his due. They did what they wanted. How about you? Are you doing what you want? Do you think about God when you do something or before you do something? Do you want to give him the credit? Can you give him the credit for the decisions you made? All right? Or is all the things that happened to you because of you? Who did God turn you over to? Bill collectors? Doctors? Worries? Fear? Now we have studied this over and over, and yet we ignore it as much. As much as we studied it, we've ignored it. Romans 6.16 Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey his servants you are? To whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness? When you obey sin, I don't know, what, what is it? Your friends come along and say, come on, we're going to go have a few drinks. And a few drinks turn into a few bottles. And you're getting drunk. All right? You turn yourselves over to obey sin. Instead of saying, no, I I don't think I'm going to go there. Why not? Well, I'm a Christian and I don't want to get involved in in drinking with a crowd because it might turn into drunkenness. And although I'm not against drinking, I'm against drinking just to knock around with my friends. Uh, What else could you do? You could take a chance on something. Oh, I'm going to buy this stock because this stock is going to make me rich. And you never ask God. You never ask God. Maybe in the pit of your stomach you had the feeling that I shouldn't buy this stock. But you said, oh, well, we'll try it anyway. And you lost everything. I can see who you have yielded yourself to just by the way your life is. Your life is an example of who you have yielded yourself to. You know, miracles come first when you obey God. Back back when I, I wanted seven hundred dollars to collect for school supplies for the kids, you know, for the church. 
Uh, the other day, my, my man in California went to the post office box. And there was a check in it for $700. And I thought, well, they saw what they needed, you know, on Facebook or whatever. And somebody just paid the entire bill. And you know what God said to me? Look closer. The check was made out before I asked for money or even mentioned school supplies. It had been in that box for a month. It wasn't 705. It wasn't 699. It was 700, the exact figure that I wanted. God had answered my request with a miracle before I even asked him. Is that okay with you? Would you like that? Would you like the God to react before you even need to ask him? Many of you get miracles, but reason them away. Reason them away. Like, oh, that wasn't really a miracle. What a coincidence. Or discount them, and they slip your mind. That's why you don't get too many. You need to praise God for the miracles you get. If you kept helping someone and they never said thank you, you would be inclined to continue helping them? Of course not. And neither would God. Let's look at rules for miracles. And there, there are rules for miracles. Number one, obey God in everything you do. That, listen, folks, that really is not hard. Just don't do wrong and do what God wants you to do. How hard could that be? You know, anytime you do wrong, the end result is pain, suffering, uh, 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 being uh, removed from God's presence, you know, uh, when you do something wrong. And so, knowing that, you should be on your alert to only obey God. And number two, and one thing we forget many times, thank God immediately for everything he does. How would you like it if you kept doing things for people and they never even said thank you? How would you feel? You know, we're made in the image of God and God has feelings just like we do. And when we don't thank him, it bothers him. Number three, acknowledge the miracle as soon as it happens. Now sometimes that's hard because you have a, a mind that thinks everything's a coincidence. But remember, everything is of God. Every single thing that happens is of God. Even if it's not convenient for you, it may be to lead you, or it may be for some other reason, but God has allowed it, and he allowed it for a reason. And number four, tell people about it. Miracles show God to others. In other words, when you tell God about these miracles, you tell people about these miracles, they understand that you're worshiping the true God, the one who can help you in all you need. Let me tell you about Israel. Israel was dry land everywhere when they took over. Dry land. You know Arab, desert, arid, A-R-R-I-D? I don't know if I spelled that right. Maybe A-R-I-D. I don't know. And they watered the land like crazy. Now, they didn't water the land like crazy because that's what they thought. They watered it like crazy because that's what God put in their heart. The evaporation process took place. The water went up, causing clouds that made it rain again. And so the cycle continued. And today, Israel has the best fruits and vegetables 
in the world. In the world. Let's say, oh, that's just a coincidence. Israel, the land that God loves so much, that's a coincidence that they have the best fruits and vegetables in the world? You need to take your dry life and flood it with the will of God and continue so that the Spirit of God will work miracles in you. Your life is dry. You need to irrigate it. Irrigate it with the Word of God. Irrigate it with a love for God. You can then praise and worship and thank Him. And He will in turn continue your miracles. If you have no miracles, check your relationship with God. When I first started to uh, strive for the mission field, uh, somebody told us, don't make a time, or don't make a dollar, make a time. In other words, uh, don't say, I got to get this much money, raise this much money before I go. Just say, by this time, I will go to the mission field. I thought, that wow, that's wild. That's standing out in faith, isn't it? That's testing the miracles of God in a nice way. And so we made a time. It was, uh, I forgot the time, July 19th. 2006 and we had raised about $750 a month which is next to nothing a matter of fact the, the preachers over there said oh unless you can raise 4000 a month don't even go don't even go you need 4000 a month and, and, and that was weird because you know if, if God tells you to go to the mission field and the preachers are telling you, no, you got to raise four four thousand a month. No, no, that doesn't work. So now we need a uh, a plane ticket for four of us, and we need to ship some things over there that we had. And of course, we had no money. The church wasn't supplying the money. Nobody was supplying the money. And so, I get an email from a Filipino gal, and they want to send us a donation, but they want to make sure that we have references. I said, oh, that's no problem. We have plenty of references. So we sent the references, and they, she said, okay, it's going to be on, a, on the bank of the Cayman Islands in conjunction with the Bank of New York, so you can easily cash it there. Oh, okay, fine, thank you. So, I don't know how long it was later, but I went to the post office box and I, one of the envelopes I had there was this check that came from these people. Well, first of all, they were in Dubai. Dubai. I don't know anybody in Dubai. But anyway, I opened up the envelope and I looked and it looked like $500, uh, $50 rather. So I thought to myself, all right, praise God, $50 is $50. But when I looked at it more closely, it turned out to be 5000 something dollars. It paid for all the airfare and the, and the stuff that was shipped. And so we called and we said, thank you very much for that uh, nice uh, donation. And she says, that wasn't from me, that was from my boss. Oh, your boss is a Christian? What church does he go to? Oh no, my boss isn't a Christian. He just wanted to send it. 
And at that point, God told me that if the Christians won't support you, I'll allow the non-Christians to support you. See, God has many doors that he can open, many floodgates that he can flood you with. All you need to do is to trust him. And we did. And, and I said to my wife, my, my wife said, uh, where are we going to live? I said, well, I, I don't want to live in Piatas. And that's, that's where our mission field is. But I don't want to live there. I had, I had a guy one time, we were uh, putting on a demonstration about the, the work. And this young kid, you know, snot-nosed kids, you know how they know everything, they're going to say something. So they said to me, uh, if you had to live in one of those shacks, I mean those shacks like they live by the garbage dump with the rats going in and out and everything, would you do that for the people of Piatas? I said, no. I said, what help would I be to live in a shack to the people of Piatas? They want to see somebody who has a little bit more than them. They don't want to see somebody who's on the same level. How can I preach miracles if I'm on the same level as them? How can I preach their life could be better if I'm in there with the rats too? How can my life be better? If you were drowning and I can't swim, is it better I throw you a rope or that I jump in myself and drown with you? Oh, he was a little embarrassed by that. But the truth is, I said to my wife, I don't want to live in Piatas. We've got to figure something out. So my wife says, my, my sister, who lives in Japan, has a house in Eastwood. That's in uh, Matelban. And uh, let me call her up and see if we can rent it. Nobody's in there right now. I said, okay, fine. So she came back. She says, my sister said we can't rent it but she will give it to us to use for free for as long as we like. Oh my goodness. All the furniture's in there, pots, pans. We didn't have to worry about anything. That's another miracle. Oh, coincidence? No. Luck? No. Miracle? Yes. Three years go by. Now that was a very small house. Three years go by, I say, Lord, I love you so much and I really do love the fact that you've given us a home that we could be self-sufficient in and no no money but could you give us a little bigger house and sure enough he gave us a bigger house what happened was this my sister-in-law called up and she said uh, I need the house for my son he's getting married now that was funny because she said we could use it as long as we wanted but you know, most people would say, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? I have no home, I'm, I'm not paying rent now, and now I have to pay rent. And oh, this is so hard. You know what I did? I looked up to heaven and I laughed. I said, thank you, God, because I know you're working on my behalf. Immediately after that, we found a house, and the house was 6,000 pesos a month. My pastor... Uh, in my sending church decided to give us 5,000 a month more. So we actually paid 1,000 pesos a month, which was $100 a month. No, $1,000, $20 a month. Unbelievable, huh? Unbelievable. 
God gives us miracles all the time, all the time. Now, we're here serving God in the Philippines, and we were promised $750 a month. And it turns out a couple of those pastors, uh, I think they spoke before they thought because they never gave us the money. They just told us they were going to give us the money, but they didn't. And that comes under let your yeas be yay and your nays be nay. But I guess they didn't read that part of the Bible. But we wound up with about $550 a month. And that was to take care of all the expenses of our house and to also uh, rent the church and take care of all the expenses of the church. Of course, the people in Payadas didn't have a lot of money. So if we got $20 a month back then, that was a lot of money as a collection. And yet, God continued to bless. Somebody told me, oh, you need to go back to America and raise more money so you can get by. And my answer was this. If I have to go back to America to raise money for this mission, then what I'm saying to God is you cannot pay for your own bills. You cannot pay your own bills. It's as simple as that. I believe this was God's mission, and he didn't want me wasting time begging money. And sure enough, one little by little, the money went up. And we don't have a lot of money now. I think we get maybe 2000 a month now in, in donations, uh, if we get that much. But the truth of the matter is, God supplies our needs. We, we, uh, we built a house for the poor. We had sent the kids to college. And we get next to nothing in, in money. How's that happen? God sends blessings when we need it. And so, folks, let me just tell you something. It works. It works. Listen to me. Believe in God. Obey God. Love God. Give God all the praise and the honor and the glory. And he will give you what you need. And maybe some of what you want. As long as you're not being stupid, asking for billions of dollars and for, for to spend on yourself. But if your work is for the, God, for the Lord, he will give you what you need. Amen? Thank you again for listening to me this week. And if you need to make a comment, my email is 7101 at usa.net, 7101 at usa.net. And now let God bless you and keep you. Let him shine his light upon you. Let him cause you to understand who he is and what he requires and for you to obey. We'll see you next week. God bless.